the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, as soon as we can, your calls at 210-308-8867. You call us and tell us what's going on in your gardening world, and uh, maybe you've got a question, maybe you just want to comment on what's growing in the garden that's okay too 210-308-8867 oh you've got a pet oh hey it's blooming your pet is blooming yeah that's the white blue bonnets yeah that's all that's left oh okay are we on the air we're on the air okay i forgot to get your stuff go get your stuff and then i'll get it come back all right. Well, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. A couple reminders. Uh, David will be here next Saturday from... David who? Ah, see, see you're, you're kind of loud there. That's weird. Uh, David Rodriguez. Oh. Yeah. You know we David. know him, yeah. You know David. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he'll be here doing spring gardening uh, uh, tips and um, uh, to-do lists and clean up and... I think I may have been his kindergarten teacher. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> was was he working for the program way back then? Oh, okay. And uh, then uh, Calvin will be here the week after on the 25th from 9.30 to 11. That's true. Yep. We're going to do potting up. Potting up. Uh, the rodeo tomato. Yeah. And so if you're a part of that. Uh, you get to uh, be a part of how you get to learn, but also you get a little gift. Yeah, well, you're going to get the, the t- tomato and uh, that the you materi- pot it up. Yeah, the materials to pot it up. Now you do have to uh, sign up for that. We got a limited number, um, uh, s- s- enough uh, people and material. I mean, enough material and tomatoes for uh, 40 folks. So, yeah. If you want to participate, you got to call in and leave us your name. You ever get any calls at home? Jeez. Oh, yeah. We got a full house. Yeah. You, no, I'm talking about it's the house. Your house. Yeah, for that program. For that oh. program, yeah. This Saturday, this Saturday is full. Good. Calvin had to move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we didn't give that you know, Well, but I, I've got a crack team to help me, Bart and uh, a number of others that are going to. On the well, and then, gardeners. Uh, so you have to call the nursery to to uh, make your reservation. So that, uh, for Calvin's, you have to be on the list. So you have to sign up, not for David's, but for Calvin's. And that number two one zero four nine seven 
3760 Just call Mill Burgers and tell them you want to be there on the 25th. Um, and that's when we're also having the, uh, the sales from the Rodeo Tomato for that day. Uh, we'll go to uh, benefit the um, youth gardening program. That's right. Yep. Wonderful program. Yep. Uh, gosh, we've been talking about that for a lot of years. There are probably yeah. folks that went through the program now that are maybe even teaching in it. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. That was even uh, it was, it was just a few years after I got here, they st- started to come and tell us what, you know, we're back and we learned all, all right. this. And hey, very cool. It was wonderful. Then, of course, Jerry and I were had the opportunity to... Uh, Earn a lot of dollars for uh, programming, youth programming, and and uh, educational program because we uh, participated in that um, the rodeo mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, wonderful volunteers and uh, organizers of the rodeo. Yeah, so continues. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number two one zero. 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 we need to get Trace up here uh, because pretty soon you know uh, in the slow season we don't get a lot of these but there's Trace but uh, as the, he did you move like the wind the, uh, <laughs> the uh, we get all kinds of things okay next week we've got this coming and uh, we're getting into that that uh, this coming season, uh, where it's next weekend, we'll have this, and we've got this, and I, I found this plant. Anything uh, exciting coming in that you ordered today? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Give me a minute to think about it. Well, okay, I'll give you a minute to think I'll about it. I'll tell you what's coming. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I know I got I got a shrub order coming next week. I, okay. I, the last of my bald and burnt-up crisp, uh, crepe myrtles are supposed to be in on Monday. Oh, good. Okay. And I saw... Uh, the relatively large supply of our uh, grape. Yeah, I was that we say. talked about yesterday, and that we're going to write about in the article next Saturday. But they're they're over there. The Jer- what? What do you say? The grape. The grape. Oh, great! Y- y'all want to talk I, about the new grape, little? Well, no, I didn't. I thought we'd just get by real quick, so Jerry, <laughs> Jerry wouldn't. Let's say anything nasty about it. Okay. (laughs) We have the new grape. Don't tell Jerry. Okay. What's it called? Grape Balls of Fire? That would be a great name. Uh Uh-huh. That would be a great name. Uh, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Our great grapes of of fire. Stop while you're ahead. Grape Balls of Fire. But uh, they started to It's a combination between the uh, jalapeno. It must have taken him all night to come up with that one. That was pretty good, yeah. No, I got a lot of it. It's a combination between the uh, Some of hot Rio Grande Gold and the new grape. <laughs> uh, grape balls of fire. I, I also saw the, uh, uh, oh, the my favorite uh, peach cherry. Oh, fl- uh, Florida uh, King. Oh, Florida King. Yeah, the Florida, uh, there's a bunch of Florida Kings over there, too. Boom. Okay. Yeah. So what is so special about this? I'm, I'm kind of. The Florida King or the... No, the grape. The grape balls of fire. <laughs> well, the, gra- the gra- grape is, uh, looks... Uh, and what is it really called? Looks uh, just like the Thompson Seedless. Yeah, that's what... And uh, it's got a heavier, heavier uh, uh, grape mass. Um, and it is developed or survived 
officer like 30, 35 years in Arkansas and Texas. And so, you know, there's, you may, some, somebody may have some questions. Why the heck didn't they get it out here earlier? But it's, it's it was uh, a test. Been tested. 35 years. And uh, <laughs> we're still testing Jerry to this day. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, well, I had to say, but a number of those that did not survive as well as that one were put on the market a lot before the, the, uh, so it's cl- that one was. It's claim to frame is seedless and pierces disease resistance. Yeah. Yeah. And the pierces is important. Seedless may or may not be important to people, but true. the pierces kind of. Well, some some people don't eat the seed and swallow the seed. I don't know why <laughs> they can't, like some they can't of our, recycle some of our people. Calvin do. eats the whole thing. <laughs> if he could eat the stem. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but well, with, with, with grapes, too, it is. <laughs> I uh, always uh, I find it funny when the people that just start out with grapes. Yeah. And oh. And you talk you talk about pruning everything off of a yeah a grape. <laughs> well, the good news is that uh, there's a good accounts on plantanswers dot com about grape how to prune. prune them. Yeah, but this this one you can prune so it'll grow upright, or prune so it'll grow down. So you, you got oh a, yeah okay. you got a little more for the backyard uh, fruit yeah. grower. You got a little more flexibility. Now, I'm, I'm wondering. I haven't talked to Doctor Stein. I haven't seen this grape, but uh, I'm wondering if it, if it doesn't have a remnant of seed in it. You know, a lot of those seedless things, like seedless watermelons, they they used to uh, uh, when seedless watermelon first came out. They said they said seedless, and they called it uh, all heart. H e a r t, all heart, and that the company that came out with that got sued by some moron that maybe found a couple of seed in there or uh, the remnant seed, which is uh, 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 prevalent in. The unmature seed, yeah, the white go. seed. Yeah, right. And uh, they they were sued and lost. So now when you read about a, a seedless watermelon, they put on there that de- disclaimer that it can be some few remnant seeds on there. But nothing, nothing. Uh, Calvin wouldn't even notice can, it. Can I assume that. that that's a pollination issue since it? Didn't it used to be two different watermelons cross-pollinate to make the it is. unviable seed? Yeah, to, to make all seedless seed, they put they have two regular seeded melons. Well, I wish you guys tetra- would be one's a tetrical. I wish you guys would be careful. I don't want you to get confuse our gardeners, and so they'll they'll be mixing these watermelon <laughs> and uh, grapes. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. man. Pick that watermelon right off I the... I bet that would be good. A grape's as big as a watermelon. Man. And seedless. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of grapes, yes. uh, as I was walking by the uh, grape section, yes, I, I saw a Victoria Red. Yeah. So died. Oh, good. It has grapes on it. Oh, wow. Where's that? Like almost ready to... Well, if I... 
I don't want Jerry to know. <laughs> I don't blame you. Because they won't be there after the yeah. show. Yeah. Hey. He and can't I, be trusted and I around the planet. I didn't mean that to rhyme, but you know what? I'll take it. They're, they're trying to wean me off eating the around the yeah, nursery. The, the, he didn't even touch that Brussels sprout. Crackers are all you get. Yeah, you just get the crackers and that's it. I'll tell and you. And the kale. He, did, he I, did not like the Brussels sprouts. He walked <laughs> right past them yesterday. The exciting thing. Yes. I mean, the really exciting thing is uh, Tracy got the, uh, Millburgers has got the uh, largest selection of uh, wonderful plants of old-fashioned uh, roses. Mm. What does I, that mean? What does so that include other Belinda's Green? Yeah. Yeah. That's it? No. There's, there's about 30 antique varieties out there. Just, so, to, and just and an FYI. A, there's about 40 plants that I counted. Plants? Are, and I mean they're big plants <coughs> of uh, of uh, your grandma's yellow. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's, what I, that's why I was late. I was out there. I kept counting and counting and counting. And well, I ordered 100. So I guess you're well, right. He was out there give, kissing all those, huh? Yeah, he's giving <laughs> him his blessing. Yeah, I was uh, I, a lot. And the neat thing about this place, I've never heard of this nursery that grew these, but uh, they're in Caldwell, Texas. And uh, they did a good, they they have done a wonderful job. What's their name? I can't tell you. Trace will slap me. Oh, is that a retail? Uh, <laughs> no, it's wholesale. No, but Trace got them. But uh, they're they're great plants. A lot of a lot of times these uh, antiques being grown by some of the known and rose growers. They're small. These are small stems. These have large stems. It's a which, it's a family owned. Is it? Uh, father and son team. I'm sure they got a few other. Well, they're People. good. They're good, whoever they are. But uh, and I appreciate them growing all those grandma's yellow. And they've got uh, Caldwell Pink out there. Yeah. Uh, not Caldwell Pink. Uh, uh, the mother of all old blush. Oh. So, so we we we're trying to go paperless. So we used to print all these little flyers that had all the information on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd almost have to put a trash can next to the post because they'd read it and then they'd throw it away. So this this go around, we uh, decided to put all their pictures and names on a front cover sheet. Yeah. With a QR code. No, that's a great idea. And then they can pull it up, read about it, see which one's fragrant, what it, what yeah. what characteristics are yeah. great about it, and they have it with them all the time since yep. they pull it up as a QR code. They can uh, bookmark that, uh, yep. and then uh, yeah, that home they they know how to. Uh, do you know the other name for Old Blush Mint? No, I mentioned it several times. Parsons Pink. Oh, when he it was brought from Canada. Sounds uh, like he's trying to take credit for it. I think so. <laughs> it, was, it was brought from Canada. Uh, well, we'll know if he changes his name. China. To Parsons Pink. <laughs> it was named as was brought in by Parsons. I've never traced it back to see oh, if he's in you the need family. to see if they're related. But uh, that particular uh, uh, plant uh, imparted all the early blooming into the modern roses. Oh, wow. And, and uh, it's, it's, it looks great. I mean, it just... 
I thought Grandma Jello would would have the wider leaf. It does than uh, most of the antiques. And uh, how about but my that that bold blush is uh, good looking. So I haven't looked. Is it is it on its own root or is it grafted? I imagine it's on root. Um, uh, it could be that's, grafted. That's what they do. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go look. That's, that's okay. an interesting conundrum. Uh, yes. Is that is, is there my pink uh, rose there too? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Again, there's like thirty. I, I got carried away <laughs> with my my pencil and paper back in August, and uh, so I ordered more varieties than we ever had. <laughs> yeah, and everything. A few, a few varieties, much much deeper. So I've actually got my my full order of metabolus. <laughs> yeah, which is I, my I favorite. I, say your I did, I did order a hundred of those grandmas, so I don't. I, well, I, 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 I you stop counting. Count, I stop counting at forty. Good. Yeah, but they're they're great looking plants. I was thinking, uh, he doctor. took off his gloves, <laughs> took off his shoes. Uh, what'd you do after that to get to forty? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize it was that me. I'm thinking ten, maybe eight or nine to ten. No, that's great. And then we were gonna call Doctor Stein and uh, tell him he yeah. or his sister, who was also the gra- daughter, uh, yeah. granddaughter of Grandma. And she said she dropped by here to see us uh, a couple of weeks ago, months ago, and uh, she she wanted to get some grandma's yellow for her daughters, for her family. And I had to say, you you know, we don't get very yeah. many at a time. You need <laughs> to call Larry. Yeah, I ca- I call uh, Larry at, after the show. Okay, you better hurry though. There's only forty. <laughs> But there, you know, Lulu's going to be in here getting those now. Oh gosh, <laughs> they're all they're all good looking roses. I was thinking, how how if I were picking plants for them, yeah, you would. Which ones would I pick? Yeah, all these and all of them. That's great. Got just thick like the, stems on. Just like the Christmas trees. Huh? I yeah. think I see Lulu pulling up now. And, <laughs> and Caldwell, uh, I'm not Caldwell, uh, the little one. Uh, that y'all like red? Uh, oh, uh, knockout! Uh, Marie, mm. <laughs> uh, 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 Rodriguez, Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, Lady Gun. I mean, <laughs> the Gonzalez rose. Uh, Martha, Martha, Martha. You know Martha's rose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Martha Gonzalez rose. Okay, as long as you're, you're on a, you're on a roll here. Yeah. So what little, is my what is my pink rose with the Rose hips. Yeah, it's it's. I think What's that it's name? There. It's got stuff. He's got stuff out you, there. You That's not your Katie. That I've yeah, never. Katie Rose. Katie Rose. That I've never seen available. Oh, that's cool. Well, antiques that I've never seen. Now, one thing, he got carried away. He got, he got, oh, he comes. Here he comes. Right by the uh, Grandma Jello, he's got some green roses. Oh, okay. I know you don't like them, but some people do. No, they don't. They do. They may plant them, <laughs> mainly because they're one of the oldest antique roses oh, okay. ever found. And that's the St. Patrick's Day? But, <laughs> no, you plant it, and I fussed Greg about this. I said, Greg, you look at the bush, it grows big, 
You can't see the bloom from the leaves. No. Can't determine. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's help Jason real quick, and then we'll go to break. Hi, Jason. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good. Thank you, sir. How are you? Good, good. How can we help you? Uh, just a quick question. Um, north side of my house, uh, don't get no sunlight. gets very little. It actually kind of stays about eight foot of it stays in the shaded area due to my roof and stuff. So uh, okay. just looking to something to plant, uh, whether it's shrubs, whether it's a small tree, whatever, what's the best? I, I got room for, I don't know, about 30 feet there, 40 feet, something in like that. How tall How tall do you want it to be? Fairly lot tall? Um, yes, sir. I, I don't know. I'd probably say, you know, keep it at about 10 feet or below. And it, like I said, it could okay. be. There's a, there's a lot. There, stick with the hollies. Okay. And um, they make all different sizes of hollies. They the standard yopon will get what twenty feet or more at least. Yeah. And uh, then they, they go all the way down to dwarf, <laughs> dwarf hollies. Okay. Do you have a medium height holly, Trace? Uh, so I'm joined in the conversation late. Well, so, he, uh, are we talking a big leaf holly? We talking a yopon holly? Yeah, ideas for shrubs in a shaded area. Oh, and uh, I recommend any holly. So yeah, okay. how tall does he want it to get? He he said uh, t- ten feet. Ten, ten feet or below, or yeah, f- fifteen feet or below. Did you say ten? Yeah, I mean so maximum the, ten feet. Ten. I would say. Dwarf Burford, probably the best fit. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. eightish at maturity, unless you trim it. Yeah. There are some that stay much shorter. Yeah, right. I told him so that, everything uh, from the standard yopon to the yeah, dwarf. But, but the, that wouldn't grow in the shade. So he's got uh, like Carissa holly and dwarf Chinese holly. So there's a number of them, but they stay shorter, much shorter than what he wanted. Yeah. Or get much bigger than what he wanted. Yeah. And those, and those are all, uh, use a hedger to shape them up too? You can. They're going to be slow growing in the shade. Uh, there's some preventative. That's why one of the advantages of growing those hollies are that you don't have to spend all your time shaping them up because they're yeah. well disciplined. Get, they get the right ones. There's it's always uh, there's always prevention in my mind. So in general, hollies are notorious for an insect called scale, and there are prevention things you can do and be proactive to make sure it doesn't happen. Uh, other options, I would be thinking Nandina. Domestica would get close to the height you want. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to trim it at all. Because yeah. I'm, I'm inevitably a lazy person. So <laughs> if I don't have to trim something, that fits me wonderfully. Um, one of the taller growing boxwoods. Also yeah. slow. You're not going to find anything fast in that situation. Uh, there are several types of viburnum that would meet your qualifications. What was that? Viburnum? Viburnum, but there's hundreds and hundreds of varieties, but I probably have three or four that you could maintain in that 8 to 10 range. It's all okay. that's all on the tags, right, out here? Or the sign. Oh, the signs, yeah. It's sometimes gotcha. it, sometimes the tags aren't quite right for our area. Yeah. So okay. uh, get get uh, get the one that uh, fits your growing uh, height. Okay. Uh, uh, the... <laughs> Uh, I I planted uh, dwarf uh, uh, yopon holly in in my in my front yard. I, I, they were small, of course, in five gallons, I guess. 
a five five X method, right? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, number sign. He means yeah, the number, number five pots. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, forty years later, they're ten feet tall. Oh wow! But that's forty years later, and they've never right. been never been pruned. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> but so the, the, even the even the the shortest one, the shorter ones, uh, given long long uh, life and uh, fertilization and watering and things like that, they can outgrow that dwarfness. But it takes a long, long time. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for, for the recommendations. Yeah. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Jason. Thanks thank for you. calling. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Anything to report, Trace, before we go to break? It's on its own route. Okay. That's which one? Uh, Grandma's, Grandma's Yellow. Okay. And there was look right around 100. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> he, All right. He counts faster now. Yeah. Uh, if we've given you another 20, 30 minutes. Simple math. There's five <laughs> in a row, 20 rows. No, don't. Yeah. Do. Okay. That give, or, give or take one or two plants here or there. Yeah, there right were 100. several rows that had four in it. Okay. <laughs> give or take. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to give or take a break real quick. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Call us like Jason. Let's help you out, too. At 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. What's new, Pussycat? And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Again, uh, you'll notice a Burt Bacharach feeling uh, honoring the Burt Bacharach music. Uh, who pa- he passed away last week. Al's got us covered with that music. Uh, throughout the, uh, the the music coming back to the to the show, okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But I want to tell you about a product that we have here at Millburgers that will help you when you get that brand new tree, or if you've got a tree right now that just needs a, a little help uh, in making sure. And uh, uh, Jerry's basically saying, get it for any tree or shrub you got, right? Right. The tree hugger sprinkler. <laughs> um, it's uh, got a. It's a cool way of efficiently watering. I'm going to use mine tomorrow. I'm not going to use it on a tree because uh, we have like a huge oak. Uh, but I am going to use it on the yard to uh, to see how that does because I like how it it really soaks the yard. So Monday is your watering day. Monday is our watering day. Yes, sir. I wouldn't water on another day because <laughs> Mark's listening. I know. <laughs> Mark drives by the house. So, you know, he just hey, Milt, what's going on? You know. Are you watering? No? Okay, good. i got to go. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the tree hugger sprinkler allows you to uh, hug the base of the tree. It's got a hinge on it, so uh, you open it up, and then you close it or hug it around the tree. There you go. It sounds better than that, but it sounds <laughs> like that gives you the picture of what it does. And then it's a 7-inch, 11-inch, and 15-inch. Yeah. Uh, and so you uh, you know can use it for any size. Uh, Jerry actually doesn't even close it around the thing. He no, because the the stump I'm watering, the uh, citrus citrus stump, yeah, uh, is bigger than I can circle. Yeah, with a tree. so it 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 it's got, it. It, it, it it's so it's just err. Yeah, yeah. Not err err. Right. Okay, and. Uh, <laughs> 
and uh, yeah, then uh, of course uh, uh, it's got a little thing, a uh, little uh, valve. Thank you. That allows you to turn it up just a little bit, so all the water concentrates on the root ball, or turn it up uh, more to go away from the root ball toward the uh, drip line. So check them out here at Mill Burgers. They're also at HEB. That's the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Also, go to treehuggersprinklers.com to learn all about them. It's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product. That's the Tree Hugger Sprinklers. Come over here and check them out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I was trying to think if we could capitalize on the day, but I think we missed our chance. We needed to have like a super, super plant thing where we just narrow down to two plants just fighting it out for, for our best best plant in texas or best plant in san antonio <laughs> yeah. i had a joke but it doesn't make sense okay that's a, it, it does never stop jerry but i was heading towards <laughs> fish. carpe diem two fish fighting never mind oh okay, okay. it wasn't quite right uh, seize the fish uh, yes fishy day i can't I yeah it's hard to make that work uh Let's see. But we do have superstar plants. Yes, we do. Yeah. So those are kind of like a Super Bowl of plants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I think I can say that what, part. That's basically. And they're all 10% off. That's right. Uh, today and tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day. Tomorrow's the last day. Yep. It's the uh, big sale. Uh, it's not a super sale. It's because there are certain <laughs> why, things. Why can't it be a super sale? Oh, is it a super sale? Okay. I don't know. There was, a, strange there was a super salad. Why can't it be a super no. salad? That's right. It's super oh. sale <laughs> here at Bill Burgers. I like that. Um, uh, uh, we were talking. Do you want to brag on the rodeo things? I was yeah. trying to get you to go there with the broccoli or with the, uh, the Brussels sprouts, but you wouldn't go there. Yeah, we saw that we were looking at the... Uh, Extra yeah. rodeo tomatoes, Al- that, almost famous plants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, as we were walking out yesterday, and uh, I was sh- showing Milton all the plants there, uh, naming them as we went by, and then we came to one. I said, "Well, here's here's one that they wasted the pot on." And, <laughs> <laughs> Not so everybody. Does, he, does he know how many people he alienates when he says uh, I know. <laughs> I'd say a good 75% of the listeners. And he's the vegetable. He was the vegetable specialist. Yeah, there you go. Who only recommended how many vegetables? Uh, but like my broccoli? Do- my, do- my doctor, when I had Crohn's, said, Katie, oh, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Well, I could see that. And it broke my heart, of course. Sure. Please, Doc. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I thought the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> and, they, and they recommended ice cream. And I, I was, Man, I was do not give your doctor's name out on the air. People will be lining up. <laughs> he's, think, he's retired. I after, want your, I want the ice cream diet, please. After I got well, he retired <laughs> to Fredericksburg. Okay. But anyway, uh, uh, when, I, when I got the list, uh, I, try, I tried to act serious about, uh, I don't know if I can do this stuff. The only thing on there that was really bad was... Tomatoes, oh, because they've got seed. Oh, okay, yeah. And they don't want you to be eating that with that seed going through. Yeah. Well, you think can you stop eating tomatoes? I said, hell no. I'll, I'll take the pain. Yeah. 
And, uh, That's when Jerry said, you know, Kane's chicken doesn't have seeds. No. <laughs> Is this when the disdain for uh, kale came? No, I don't know when that came because they don't have seeds. But it does have it's, fiber. It's fiber. It's fiber. Any yeah. cabbage or, or. So he really has nothing against kale. Right. It just he can't eat it. He's just turned on it in his. Uh, it's so I, you, I choose not to eat it because my doctor told me that. You do what? Uh, I choose not to eat it. What are, you, my... what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But <laughs> but anyway, the beautiful thing out there, they've got uh, uh, artichokes. Mm-hmm. Great big artichokes. Yep. So if you're an artichoke fan. Last several freezes, they kept trying to take them in the greenhouse. Yeah. Said, no, don't do that. Uh, oh. No, they like the freeze? <laughs> they need some cold. Oh. Yeah, but they'll freeze. So we stuck them under the tables Good and covered deal. it. Okay, that way they work. still got cold, but they didn't, yeah. they didn't stay at 50 degrees. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they need some cold. Um, what else did you but, see? Uh, yeah, they, you were bragging on those. They're big enough to plant out if they want to plant them out. And have our probably have artichokes this year. Oh yeah, because they're they're big, that big. The, Most of the time, you buy small tra- small transplants. They have to go an entire year without freezing, and, uh, and then they'll have artichokes the next year. But people don't realize how big those this we're talking uh, globe artichokes. So I can recall some tags that I, I never believed but is real. We used to get some artichokes out of California of all places. Yeah. And the tag would say 8 foot by 8 foot. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're huge plants. It's, huh. a, it's a thistle Milton so as big as a weed <laughs> can get it can get. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and if you... Oh I've seen them blooming yeah it, has oh, a, it yeah. does have that thistle bloom. Yeah it has a thistle bloom. purpley... Beautiful purple bloom. Yeah. Yeah beautiful uh, wonderful to take pictures of bees and because they get hung up in that uh bloom and they can't get out and you're standing there with your camera waiting for them to come out yeah you get a great picture with that purple cool too and jerry was bragging on the cabbage the oh, cabbage yeah. looks nice. great yeah man i mean it's <laughs> it's picturesque i'm i'm glad that we had those because they're a good, good uh, example of what people can do in containers. Mm-hmm. Realizing those those things are fertilized every time they're watered. Okay. Like people did, can do that. And they probably have a little osmocote in there. Oh, okay. But uh, What else was there? I don't remember. Brussels sprouts, asparagus, cabbage. Is uh, there something else? I, I, I don't think there was broccoli. asparagus. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What did I mean to say? The uh, artichoke. Yes. The broccoli. Oh, there was broccoli too. Oh too. yeah, now last year <laughs> they made extremely large heads in those containers like that, largest I've ever seen grow in the field. So uh, they do a good job growing those, and we appreciate uh, uh, Trace buying them or, or getting them into the nursery because that grower has it's it's takes a lot of effort and uh, skill to grow something that big in a container and have it ready for the rodeo. They've never been late. No, uh-uh. they're good. But uh, anyway, that's uh, you can again, you can uh, go ahead and buy some of those. 
uh, buy, uh, whatever you want. If you love Brussels sprouts, <laughs> you could go ahead and yeah. Yes, there are people. Yeah, that, I promise they will have. They they will probably have uh, sprouts this year. Oh, okay. Is it is Brussels sprouts normally a longer? Yeah, don't blue the same year. Okay, yeah. okay. And uh, they would definitely have cabbage and broccoli, and those things like that. Do you do you remember how much those are a piece? Uh, vaguely, I think they were twenty four ninety nine. Okay, ten gallons. Five, I mean, ten inch pot, cat. ten inch pot, and now they're oh, ten take ten percent off that, and they are ten percent off today and tomorrow. All right. Uh, also, uh, Trace and all of us were talking about uh, ammonium sulfate, and uh, yesterday, and uh, Trace has got them in four pound bags and forty pound. He, re- he remembered. Pretty good. <laughs> I was waiting for him to 440. say something. Four forty. 440, I remember that. But uh, like like Trey said, uh, we used to recommend that for pecan trees. and uh, Live oaks? Yeah, live oaks. And uh, I think I think the guy that was curing live oak uh, decline up in Kerrville was using, that was one of his secrets, was using ammonia or something. But then again... At two, I, I have odd dreams and, and odd <laughs> is, things. Is this an appropriate place for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared where he's going to go. I got to thinking about the onions. We're talking about, I said, well, that, that's a good deal because uh, it's, it's immediately dissolved and it would give the immediate uh, reduction. And then I remembered back in the recesses of my mind that uh, one of the way you never want to fertilize an onion with anything that has sulfur in it. Oh, because it makes it more pungent. Some of us like pungent. Yeah, there I was going to say. Yeah, there you go. So, if you like pungency, you need you can I mean, fertilize we, with. We are, we are talking about onions. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it's natural tendency to have that. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, they, they've done research in, uh, out of California, I think it was. And uh, the, if, uh, if the soil has sulfur in it, then it's the onions are going to be more pungent, which means if you're growing that, uh, let's see, red, the red one. Red uh, Creole? Yeah, red red Creole. Is that right? That's the pungent red one. Yeah. Okay. Oniony onion red. Okay. <laughs> you would want to fertilize it. With something with sulfur in it, which can be, uh, let's see, nineteen five nine. Do we have onions still? No, no. we're we're done. Yeah, uh, it can be nineteen five nine has sulfur, right? It does. I think it's four percent or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Uh, or you could use that uh, ammonia ammonium sulfate. Uh, it's got sulfate in the in the name. And you could use that to fertilize the red creole. But if you don't have that and you don't want pungency, you want the sweetest onion you can grow, uh, you want to use something without that, which would be our winterizer fertilizer. Mm. It has sulfur. Does it have sulfur? It does. Oh, no. 
Hmm. I, I hate to say it, but I think he's heading towards an organic answer. I'm not sure he wants to do that. I don't know. <laughs> well. Blood meal. Yeah. Post mine has been eating a lot of sulfur and get the blood away anyway. All right. Uh, Let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer. All right, we're going to get to um, Diane's question in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, a company in San Antonio that's been helping people remain pest-free since 1976. And when I say people, I mean homeowners and corporations. And the reason I mention businesses and corporations is that I want you to know that uh, businesses like restaurants, which is how I was introduced to Spider-Man, uh, that rely on uh, being open, uh, having you know good pest control, uh, use Spider-Man and termite and pest control. I've, I've known probably about three or four that I've met uh, that have had that experience where they were with somebody else and that wasn't working, and they were they finally got hold of Spider-Man, and he was able to solve the problem and keep it from coming back, not just treat it. And that was what they all said was, you know, they had experience with other pest control companies treating and stopping, and then it would go away for just a bit, and then it would come back. But uh, Spider-Man looked at the problem holistically and treated and stopped the problem. So Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Diane is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Diane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well. Thank you. Good, good. What's going on? Well, we, we had some significant damage to our lawn, which I think was caused by grubs. I have a St. Augustine lawn that was in the backyard. We've also had, I, I suspect, an armadillo digging around back there. <laughs> and um, they... When I noticed the grass looked dead, uh, I just kind of pulled out a little bit, and it came right up. I mean, it it didn't seem to be attached to any kind of root. And I'm just wondering now, and I think I learned that armadillos can smell grubs, and uh, maybe yeah, that's like eight inches why deep. they're in. Oh wow! Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Well, what can I do to prevent the grubs? Uh, when when did this happen? When did well, it turn it, brown? Um, it was probably in the in the fall. So back in like I think I discovered all this. I realized I thought it'd gone dormant from an early freeze, and then yeah. uh, when I started kind of poking at it and pulling at it a little bit, and it just came right up. And I thought I think this is grub damage. But, what what um, kind of grass do you have? Saint Augustine. Saint Augustine. Okay. All right. I missed that. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, it, are you sure it's not wasn't a freeze? All all well, my all my it, grass is brown. Yeah, but but when you pull on it, does it still kind of feel like it's hanging on to the soil? 
Not Be really. Because mine doesn't. <laughs> All right, so, oh, okay. so ultimately okay. you're wanting to be proactive. So here's how you're going to know if you're going to have a problem. So starting in March, you leave your back patio light on. And every night before you go to bed, you walk out there. If you okay. ever see enough June bugs flying around that light to irritate you, <laughs> then you need to go mark on your calendar approximately eight weeks later, the eggs are going to hatch. That's when the damage would start. Okay. Uh, historically, we have three or four waves, and you'd probably want to treat them independently. Um, but on a different note, I haven't seen hardly any June bugs since Winter Storm Uri. So if you didn't see very many June bugs, then you couldn't have had very many eggs. And if you didn't have right. very many eggs, then they couldn't have been the problem. So it's like, okay. a, double-ed- it's like a double-edged sword. So, yes, it could be the problem, but I, I don't okay. believe that in the last two years that there's been enough of them to do this. Okay. So, so it, could be, it could be the freeze or something else? It could be a freeze. Uh, if it had started a little earlier, then grubs certainly could have been a possibility. Chinch bugs could have been a possibility. If it started in the fall, fungus could have been a possibility. Or, as Jerry okay. mentioned, cold is uh, always a possibility. And we hit, like, 16 Oh, yeah. Um, right after a bunch of warm days. So the grass is trying to grow its little head off, and then it got <laughs> zapped. Whenever that happens, you get more damage. Uh, okay. Now, if we have a nice moderate winter with some cold here and there, the grass is, doesn't have as much issue. But when it's warm and actively growing, and then we get a zap, you always get more damage. Okay. And the drought. And, and well, the drought was, yeah, it was stress, under, stress over the summer as well. Right. Uh, well, I'll just, I guess, just keep an eye on things and, and not worry about applying anything. Um, well, that, no. That would be a wa- it'd be a waste of time uh-huh. to apply something now, but that's how you'll know right. for future. And so if you did have armadillos, again, there could be some grubs. Uh, the most likely to have found would have been the, what's that big one? What's the big uh, name? Uh, Rhinoceros beetle. So that one's a huge grub, but it's good. Usually in the compost pile. Um, so it's like five times the size of a normal grub, and it's, it's quite beneficial. Uh, they would also go after earthworms. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just because you have the holes doesn't mean it's truly grub damage. Dude, I cannot figure out where they come in. I have <laughs> a, a fenced backyard, privacy fence. They, can they climb? No, but they, they go okay. through the same... Hole every every night. They'll they usually roam around about two o'clock in the morning. Put, put your dog out there. You'll find where it's. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog you got? <laughs> don't have a dog. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, it, I don't know what else to dig unless it's a possum. I don't know. No, no. It's a, it's a grub. It, it's a, it's there's a hole. Okay. Arm, you mean armadillo. armadillo? I mean armadillo. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just look at them as they're aerating your lawn. Okay, well, I got to go fill those up because I trip in them. You know, if you don't, oh. if you're not paying attention, your, your toe will. I'm, I'm with hit you. Hit that hole and, and go over your. I'm, yeah. I'm the first one to make sure all the holes are filled up around here because I'll be the one that falls. So. Mm-hmm. Now, can exactly. she eyeball her yard and see where the armadillo is coming in? Does it leave a that would yeah, be a, it leaves a trail. trail? Does it leave a trail like a like a cat? Or a dog, oh, huh? Because they go oh, the, the grass. They come in the same place every night. 
every day. So well, could I, you look along the fence line and see? Yeah, or, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you, when you do just, find where they're coming in, it's uh-huh. an easy trap. You get some uh, some boards that are tall enough that can't really climb over very well. They don't and, jump okay. real well. And, and you, you use it as a funnel. <laughs> so you start it wide, and as they hit the edge, they go back to the middle. And they hit the other edge, they go back to the middle, and you just lead them right into the trap. Okay. And, and then what do you do with them? Uh, well, you could either teach it to swim in the cage <laughs> or relocate they it somewhere else. They can swim, you know. They can okay, go okay. underwater. Oh, I bet. I'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, and so and I never said that. that. I have, yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't hear it from you. So <laughs> when, to, in order to encourage my grass, is it just, should I just do my normal fertilizing? I usually use an organic and, uh, if you're going to do an organic, you could go ahead and do that now. Uh, okay. If you ever change to synthetic, the general rule of thumb is after you've had to mow the grass twice, it's awake enough to utilize it. Okay. But organic is okay now. Okay. Well, great. All right. Uh, well, uh, the organic is not uh, utilized uh-huh. any sooner. It just takes it that much longer than the synthetic, yeah. too. It's got to break down. So all the microbes in the soil got to make it in a usable state. But I don't have to water right away with that, do I? Or, nope. or would you recommend? No, okay. the, only way, the only way organic is going to hurt your grass is to leave the sack on the grass for a week or two, <laughs> and that spot's dead. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. Yeah, Dan. It. Thanks for calling. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Remind people again, David will be here next saturday from 10 to 11 30 and he'll be talking about spring cleanup and to do's yes okay so that's you don't need to register for that you just come in and enjoy it and uh as david always says bring a, a notebook and a pen and ask lots of questions take lots of notes and uh and you'll be happy. Plus, David uh, stays afterwards yeah, for like a while. The 30 minutes 45 minutes he takes yeah. specific questions uh some mostly related to the subject, but uh, yeah, he's, he's been known to field some off-the-wall questions after well, the fact. Yeah, he's very generous with time, and he'll come and visit with us afterwards. And then on the uh, 25th, now you do need to register by calling the nursery for this one. Calvin will be doing up uh, his, doing his putting up tomatoes class, and uh, tell people about that. Well, we, of course, it's uh, rodeo tomato time, and we've got the new rodeo identified thunderbird and it's available but it's too cold to plant it in your garden right now so we're just helping a bunch of folks uh get uh uh potted up tomatoes so that they can be ready for action when in the middle of uh, march and uh, this is a special uh event that we're going to give a small let a small number of people uh have a a free tomato and they're going to and we'll have the materials, uh, Milbert is providing the materials to pot up uh, the tomatoes. And hopefully that will get a lot of information out there to all of our gardeners in our in our area. Um, and then we'll uh, see how it goes this uh, spring. Yeah. And then, um, so that one you do, that one's from 930 to 11, and you do need to register for that one. Uh, and that number is 210-497-3760. Is that the right number for them to call? Yes. Good. 
210-497-37. Actually, is it? Is that or is that the business number? That 60 is us. A 60, okay. Uh, 497-3760. 210-497-3760. Uh, and just tell them, and it's uh, it's going to be capped at about 40. So, uh, like, if, you, if you're interested and you're thinking about it now and you can be here on the 25th, call now and uh, go ahead and register for it. Well, we'll talk about other kind of vegetable garden, too. Oh, good. It's time to put potatoes in the ground. Woohoo! All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Bill. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Yeah, got some good questions today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we welcome your questions. And Calvin got a little out of control in his... This week in the garden. Did he? Oh, I hate that when he just if, he if, goes rogue. I guarantee if several people that uh, he knew and uh, mentored him during his life has yeah. passed away, he wouldn't have put this in the paper. This would be blasphemous. What is it? <laughs> yeah, now, now, now Calvin wants to know. <laughs> Calvin wants to know what he put in there. Well, uh, the question in this week in the garden, yesterday's paper. Why don't horticulturists recommend planting pecan trees for shade as much as they once did? Uh, Bluford Hancock has passed. Benton's story has passed. Uh, Benton wouldn't have got... Oh, yeah. He was right up there with the Bluford. Yeah, but he he was not a... It's not a shade tree. It's a crop tree. Oh, yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, and Calvin answers, pecan trees do best <laughs> uh, when they're growing in deep soil and have access to adequate irrigation. That is correct. They also are inclined to lose branches and drop aphid honeydew. Yep. That's got to be sweet, remember. It's called honeydew. I don't know. Have you tried it? No, I was trying to get you to try it. I know you were. I was not going to do it. <laughs> Perhaps you should have told me it was aphid poop before or, you, or after you told me to try it. Uh, on, on autos, homes, and sidewalks. It's not terrible. I still like pecan trees. Uh, <laughs> well, they they've got problems, but I'm. They do I, have that problem. I have to. Admit. I used to park under one, <laughs> and every day was turning on the washer to yeah. get it off the windshield, and then and take it to the car wash. To left it on there for a week or week or two. It's it sticks yeah. hard. Oh no, it was bad. Oh, we've had a few calls too from people that were. <laughs> 
pretty fed up with their. Uh, <laughs> per se, they don't they don't always recognize what it is what's causing. Yeah, it, but. and uh, don't don't forget the uh, black nuts falling when it has a, a pecan crop because it hadn't been watered oh, properly. Water, yeah, so uh, you the, you definitely they, they don't get good pecans. I would, you know, I I don't have a, I did have a pecan tree for a big one that we moved into in the sense that it was there when we got there. Yeah. And yeah, I would guess that you really have to have ideal conditions. Oh, yeah. For pecan trees. This one was uh, near downtown. Yeah. Probably near San Pedro Creek. Was that so, the one kept you awake with nuts yeah, falling on the tin Yeah, but I liked it. <laughs> I like that. Because uh, you'd, you'd be watching. loves hail, too. You'd, probably, yeah. you'd be watching. It wasn't as bad as hail. Hail was, <laughs> hail was like, boom, hail is threatening. Uh-huh. This was just like the pecan tree was letting you know, hey, I'm still here. It was gentle. It was. It was like, boom, 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 boom. Uh-huh. As, as it fell down the roof. I yeah. liked it, though. No, <laughs> Once you got over the initial scare. <laughs> well, the last couple of years haven't been very entertaining with the no, I, I bet pecan not. noise. And then we were afraid when uh, we had that year, we had so many pecans, and it was just leaning down toward the roof. That we were, it was gonna, that limb was going to break or something, and then it hit the roof, and that was not going to be good. Oh, yeah. So and we had a lot of calls from people yeah, they were with that too. situation. Yeah. But uh anyway. All right. We got Todd we got Todd on the line at 210 Hey there, Todd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing okay. Thanks for uh taking my call. You bet. What's going on? I've got uh a Pride of Barbados and uh Esperanza. I planted them last spring, about four feet tall and and I covered them, but the freeze hit them pretty hard. So yeah. I was wondering, is is now the time to, like, cut them back? And is, is it right about six inches off the ground or so? Uh, just wondering what to do to get them ready for Yeah, it won't, won't, hurt, won't hurt to cut them back. No, you got lots of choices. <laughs> you can, you know, you can. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I generally recommend people wait until the last minute because they provide cover the the freeze-killed branches provide some cover for the birds and also a place for insects to hide and then then there is some at some point um, it's a a little too early you can stimulate some early growth and then there can uh, be some more damage done but we're kind of getting it beyond that point now, so that shouldn't be an it's issue. It's not going to freeze anymore, is it? <laughs> oh, right. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to be careful okay, now. He, he, he never always backs up on that kind of color. He's smart. So you can, you, you, yeah, you got to, it's not not very easy to make the decision, but you got to, uh, you do have to make a, a decision. <laughs> yeah. You like the okay. birds better or the... Or the uh, yeah, <laughs> we've got some live oaks in the back, uh, so uh, some areas for the birds to, to hang out. That's, that's good. Uh, that's one other question I had. I planted some Turks caps last spring as well, and all all four of them underneath some live oaks. They did well, except one of them is real spindly. Um, it's just got leaves on the ends where the others are full, kind of bushy like. And I was wondering yeah. if cut it if in you've half. seen that before. Cut it in half. Or I, I have uh, okay. I have 
uh, that bed below the hill I'm always talking about it hasn't been watered in 10 years and uh, every, every it, gr it grows it gets up tall blooms quite a bit and uh, but it, it it does die back and uh, every spring uh, we go in there and cut it to the ground and it comes oh. back that gangbusters okay. so uh, don't don't worry about it and when it comes back it probably won't be spindly it'd be okay. like the others okay so but cut them all good, back you recommend about half, yeah, half yeah, back yeah right well okay it, does it have any berries on it or is it frozen back um you mean <laughs> right now or, or before it became spindly whenever um I mean, there's nothing on them right now. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Now, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll leave mine till spring. Uh, okay. But, but uh, and, and when you cut, I, I've got a bunch of them together around a tree. And uh, they, uh, I have trouble with the hackberries seedlings coming up amongst them. But the oh, neat, right. neat thing about hackberry seedlings is uh, they leaf out or bud out before the uh, the the other plant does. Okay. So, so when you're cutting them, when you're cutting them back to the ground, uh, learn to identify the hackberry seedling and either pull them out or uh, cut them off at the ground and dip put uh, immediately put cut vine and stump killer. Okay. Paint it, paint it on the uh, cut stem immediately, and that'll kill them out. Gotcha. And then you'll have nothing okay. but uh, the berries. Nothing but turkey Turk cap. Turkey cap. You know that uh, that bear is an apple. It's a small apple. It's good to eat. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Did not know that. Oh yeah, they're, they're not poisonous. Good. Okay. Right. Thank right, you, well, sir. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your help. Bye -bye. You bet. Glad to help you, Todd. You call back anytime. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. There you go. Okay, what you got there? Kevin, oh, after bl blaspheming. The pecan tree? The pecan tree. I just, I hate to say I'm glad those his, his professors have passed didn't live to see this in the paper by Calvin. Sad. This is coming from the man that's contrary to everything. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, Calvin writes, uh, what are some shrubs that can be planted in the area landscapes that deer won't eat? Hmm. I hope he ran this by forest Appleton. Uh, in the sun, plant Texas mountain laurel. In the shade, viburnum is not eaten by the deer. Dwarf and standard yopon holly are not eaten by the deer. Nor are the boxwood esperanza, pipopa, <laughs> and dwarf Chinese holly. Now, the interesting thing about that is... Uh, have they rubbed? Have they rubbed their velvet off yet? Or are they doing no. that now? 
I, I haven't seen them doing it. I keep expecting the, it looks like they're yeah. ready to do it, but I uh, haven't it, seen any damage yet. Yeah, if your Esperanza is tall enough, and uh, so is the Pontiana uh, bird of paradise, Mexican bird of paradise, they'll rub on those. Yeah. Now, I've seen uh, last year they did a, on a, a few of the... Uh, <laughs> Texas mountain laurels, even. Yeah, yeah. They like a, 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 not a tree like plant, but uh-huh. they like a, uh, a, a, spring, get, a, a yeah. spring in it. Yeah. I don't know why they like that, but uh, they do. And uh, like Forrest says in his write up, uh, that uh, <laughs> the deer not only eat plants, they rub on plants. They stomp plants. Yeah. They pull new plants out. So, but if you got an established Esperanza, our dear friend Forrest is not a friend of the deer. Uh, <laughs> okay, but uh, those those things that he named, uh, uh, and of course on PlantAnswers.com under Pest uh, in the Information Index. Uh, you'll see that a forest is uh, right up on uh, best of best deer resistant plants, but he hates to say deer resistant, you know, because yeah, like I said, when it's dry enough, and I think we're dry enough now, mm-hmm. they'll they'll they're desperate to eat anything. Those stupid deer are even eating my uh, uh, bluegrass. Oh, yeah, you said they were grazing on that. Yeah, I got to get a picture of them grazing on my bluegrass and send it to Neil Sperry, who doesn't like bluegrass. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's a good, good route. Uh, another one he wrote, uh, prune the old wood of blackberries out of the berry patch to make room for the new stems that produce the current year's fruit. That's right. All the old wood, and it'll it'll be it'll be brown and uh, kind of gray, yeah, and hardened. And you may be able to see where some of the berries were last year, but uh, they'll never produce berries again. So you cut them off at the ground carefully, so they won't get the thorns. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, they. You relieve the ones, the new stems that are uh, very, gr- they're green and fl- pliable and uh, uh, came up this year. They're, they're, they'll add this year's crop. But uh, anyway, the. Good deal. Uh, <laughs> and we've got, we've got uh, the best blackberry. I think on the market now that that been on, been on the market for several years now. It's called Kiowa. I, I don't guess it's illegal to name it Kiowa. Is you know they? I don't know. Just they, don't, they just pa- keep, keep it on the down low. Don't 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 shouldn't give anybody ideas. You're right. But anyway, it's called Kiowa, and we've got it here for sale. Uh, but it's thorn. It's thorny. It's thorny. Uh, but So if you want, uh, we have also have thornless 
blackberries, uh, which are completely thornless and basically completely fruitless. So if you want if you want fruit, you're going to have to use Kiowa and That's learn, not true. To, learn get, to use you get thorns. A, you get a crop for at least one year. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. Based on my experience. Uh, well, that's ours, too, in the greenhouse and everywhere else. But uh, anyway, that cow was a good one. Yeah, the cow was. It replaces, let's see, the the mother of all of them is Brazos, yeah, which I, is an A&M I, I variety. Like, I like Brazos. It's a <laughs> productive and all, but... You just can't match the Kiowa taste. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Brazos is, is kind of <laughs> sour yeah, compared to yeah. You Kiowa. have to you have to let Brazos almost. I don't get it to sell Brazos, but anyway, uh, those of you who grew it once, the uh, you almost have to let it uh, get soft where it's uh, past prime. Well, and if to be right. sweet. If the mockingbirds and the cardinals let oh, yeah, you. Yeah, well, that's true, too. I never forget my mother came down, and uh, we were blackberry people in uh, in Tennessee. We would pick them, pick them, pick wild ones every every year, and uh, well, whenever they produce. The uh, but uh, she couldn't. I couldn't keep her out of those brasses. <laughs> I mean, this was a seventy-eight-year-old lady. That didn't worry about the thorns. She knew how to pick them yeah. with thorns off them. <clears throat> but uh, she, she couldn't believe how big Brazos was. Uh, I wish she could have lived to see Kiowa. Yeah. Because it's sweeter. But it, uh, that taste didn't bother her one bit. And blueberries uh, are ripe around Memorial Day. Do I remember that right? End of May? Yeah, the bird on got them. Okay. Yeah, or blackberries, I meant. Oh. I, yeah. th- I thought you were bringing them in around that time. Blackberries or blueberries? Blackberries. Oh. Yeah. Is that right around Memorial Day? Yeah. So they, they are, uh, usually they're through, and the canes can be removed in, in June. In June? Okay. First part of June. I know Kenneth Hoffman and that bunch around Poteet used to pick them and uh, sell them. Into uh, into the Houston market, and then then when uh, after about after two years, they would shred with a tractor the mm-hmm. whole the whole row and let them come back. They'd be back to harvest the next year. Well, hang on to to that article because we're going to uh, review it if uh, we don't have any questions at two one zero three zero eight. 8867, but we're up against a break. 210-308-8867, the number to call. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, yeah. South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, 
308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Should we mention the thing about the class in the 25th yet? Yeah, call 49-210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, because there's like literally a handful of uh, spaces left. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. It's... Well, you know what happens when the singers or performers <laughs> oversell a show. What happens? They have another show. Maybe, oh, the, maybe this, later this, on. This is the other show. Later on that day. We're going to have a command performance from Yeah, a, yeah. All right. Calvin. After the show. You're, you're volunteering Calvin for stuff that he's yeah. not even talking about. I know. <laughs> and, and my tomato plants. <laughs> yes, thank and you. That's easy for him to volunteer all this. Yes, it's, it's, it's not his money. No, this, so, uh, call, call quick. Yeah, 210-497-3760. Now, have you promoted this anywhere? Did you promote this in your column? or Oh, it was promoted in the column? Yeah, this one. The 25th? Or, yeah. Uh, well, it was promoted another day, and then we had to change it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering if, you know, we've been appealing to people. I wonder if we got any calls today. Did All right. Well, I think that was only like half full. Well, that, this is up yesterday. to date. Um, oh, it was only half full as of yesterday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, my goodness. This is just the first, this is the first right. time. Our listeners are sharp. This article is the first time we've mentioned yeah. this, day, this, uh, this program. So we may take Jerry up on his offer next year. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin will do one. Jerry will do one. Wait there you go. Jerry, he, he volunteered himself. I, I, think he, I, heard. I heard that. That's what I heard. Uh, well, I'm so I keep eyeballing this, this blue bonnet up here. Who, who went and got that? I got yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Because you, uh, you, are you buying it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you, it's not. It, all that's left out there are are some whites. So uh, there weren't many whites to begin with. And uh, last year... Well, all blue bonnets sell yeah. as long as they're blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last, last year we saw the same thing. Yeah, so, I, learned, uh, I learned my lesson. We're not going to do any more whites. No, that's not the answer. Yes, it Just is. Just a very small percentage of white. Oh, okay. But anyway, I found this one blooming. And uh, <coughs> the the uh, if you look at this bloom... Where you not brought it up here? It's not white. It's a uh, pale blue. It's, yeah, it's not blue. It's not. Yeah. And uh, we try. We uh, selected. In fact, we've selected one that was named uh, after the Worthington Hotel, five-star hotel oh, in wow. Fort Worth. They gave us forty thousand oh. dollars for this research. But I never could stabilize that color. Oh wow! And and it wants to. <laughs> it would it would either turn out like this with the light light blue. Because and you see, when you look at this flower, that it originally tried to be a white blue bonnet, but that blue is dominant. It's trying to it's trying to get in there. So that's blue. Mixed in with white, which is a. So I, I keep hearing Jerry's going to buy this one so he can <laughs> earn his forty thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm hearing. Well, that's that's long gone. But uh, 
that's that was a that's a problem with the white. Now we've isolated the white where ninety percent of them are pure white. So should uh, I be charging more for this one? No, well, it's a it's a different one. Yeah, but like so I said, five ninety nine. <laughs> if you're on your way, call the store. Say it's the one that's up by Jerry. Yeah, and we'll save it for you. There you go. And I won't charge you anymore. Betcha. In fact, I'll even give you ten percent off. Yeah, Whoa, exactly. All right. Yeah, but if you save the seed of that, uh, and it's going to have some seed, but uh, it'll it won't come back. The bluish white. That, that bluish blue. white. Yeah. Okay. Uh, huh. So it's not all bad. Uh, <laughs> when you think about the spectacular blue and yeah, the spectacular I love that blue. red. Yeah. The white was the first one we found. And uh, uh, it was pretty easy to pick out. But then when we started trying to purify it, uh, the blues kept, we had to cull. That, that's a cull. Well, some in, yeah, some in, some in, in the field, in the plot, the whites were yeah. more pure, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, so 90. Milton, I think this is what happened to the orange one. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if it happened there or not. Mm-hmm. Is he, this is the first he's actually admitted there was yeah, an orange yeah, one. See? So I knew I could get him. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the problem was... We need to have a congressional committee to see. (laughs) The problem was, every time I'd see one kind of leaning that away, I would mark it, and then it would disappear when harvest time came. Hmm. Because that damn Dr. Stein, you know, he's a three-degree Aggie. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Blame it on him, are you? He got maroon. I'm, I'm just saying what happened. Okay. And so, the, the so best, we are five degree orange and black belt. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there you go. The the, the interesting thing about the orange, uh, or that leaning <laughs> leaning toward the yeah, orange, he admitted it again. Yeah, again, was that? was in the whites. Oh, how in interesting! The white plants. Uh, and so we uh, need some rich Longhorn alum to. Uh, <laughs> push well, toward apparently, that it takes more than forty thousand. Yeah. 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 To come up with an arch, yeah, I'm I'm past my uh, selection process. Okay, the fridge is getting emptier and emptier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, it's right there by the Merced seed. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, I got a surprise for everybody. What? You remember? Uh, how was that? Two weekends ago, we were talking about the uh, the peppers, the, yeah, the real Rio Grande, Grande peppers. Yeah. And so I was moved, you know. Even even Trey said he I thought was, I noticed uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> and I so I called I called the grower, and asked him, did he have any real Grande Gold seed left, pepper? And if he did, I wanted him to plant some. Oh, okay. To be ready, you you were saying by let's say February. By first of April, probably La- last of March, first of April. Yeah, and uh, when the cold nights go away. And oh. and they they looked, <laughs> they looked, and uh, lo and behold, there was no seed. They had no seed. And uh, lo and behold, David Rodriguez happened to be over there, 
and he has seed. Oh, wow. And has given the grower seed so there will be real grandy gold. All right. Peppers in. Uh, I knew we kept David around for something. Uh, yeah, way to go, David. <laughs> I hate to see his refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's married, you know. <laughs> he's, he still has a refrigerator in the garage. I bet. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Okay. Secret. But uh, uh, I think the reason he was saving some seed is he's trying to get uh, a commercial operation to uh, grow Rio Grande Go, a, a large, like a ball seed company, one of the largest in in the world. So uh, I think he was saving seed for them, but he's given our growers some seed, so we'll have some right. Rio Grande Go peppers. Only, only the mild one. Only the good. We, you know, when we did them last year, we had hot real grande gold, and we had La Joe, right? Hot. <laughs> but uh, this year, this year, uh, because of David, only David had the mild one. I'm partial to the mild one. Yeah, because I, it was the one I was introduced to. Yeah, yeah, the first one. It's good. So that was good news. That David, he every now and then he comes through. Well, it's because of the basic training we gave him. You think so? I think so, yeah. Do you know oh, Calvin okay. said that so, so I'm, David I'm, was I'm in hearing he survived in spite uh, of yes, the two of training, them. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, David has had, I think he's better now, kind of an attitude. Kind of like Greg Grant. I, I'm pretty sure his wife took care of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was kind of like Greg Grant. Same same temperament. Oh, okay. When he would go to uh, go to college, or a, of course he went to A and M. The professors quickly realized that he knew more about plant material and marketing than they ever thought about knowing. Huh. And unfortunately, David would tell them that. Oh, well, he did grow up within the Grimm's nursery <laughs> confines. Yeah, and this, under uh, under Mr. Wessler too. Well, and this and it, this he was despite under yeah under George under me under <laughs> Bill Campa uh, oh. there was a, quite a few. So he I, he wasn't shy about telling them, which he was right. So I would go over to A and M and I'd say, "How's my how's my man doing?" They said, "Oh, you got to talk to him. He's a, he's a, he's a problem." <laughs> and I said, uh, "No. Uh, what, what's the problem?" He said, "He always corrects us during a lecture." I said, "The reason he's doing that is because you don't know what the hell you're talking about." Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I wonder where David. Got well, him. I yeah, can say that. <laughs> In spite, uh, we're going to yeah, go back again. to that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like uh, marketing, you know. He he grew up in the nursery yeah. and he was marketing, and uh, he did know more than they did. And Greg Grant had the same problem. When he went to LSU, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, within six months, he was landscaping. Oh the, my gosh! The, the the buildings there. Wow! Because he knew he knew more <laughs> than the professors did. At LSU. So anyway. All right. You want to take an early break? Yeah. All right. We'll take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers on 930 AM. The answer. Come back. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Lots of great questions today. I can't still believe time. Trey's just sold our off-color blue bonnet. I asked you if you were going to buy it. Yeah, you said and you no. said no. I was probably going to throw it away. Oh, well, no. now, now it has a home where well, it's yeah. going to be uh, cherished. Yeah, yeah, what did she say about it? She you, uh, she knew she it. Said from she yesterday. saw it yesterday. Yeah, she oh, said it. you have that that oh is that the white one that really wasn't white? And so, no. so she knew. Yeah. Okay. That was but blue she, did get, she, did, she did get four grandmas yellow. Yeah. And yeah. two six packs of blue bonnets. And she was happy about it. There you go. Good deal. Yep. No, I she listens to the start of the show when we mention the things that we have. <laughs> and, you know, kind of, you need to get here quick. Of course, we had plenty of Grandma's Yellow, but but Jerry was kind of, Jerry's count maybe a panicked her a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I if, got up to if, 40. If, if you have 20 more just like her, we won't have any. Yeah, uh, I know. So. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want to, speaking of, uh, oh, we don't know if anybody called. Yeah, but, we don't know. Yeah. But if you want to be part of the thing, you'll have to call to uh, Calvin's, uh, Potting up, getting potted with Calvin. Uh, <laughs> He'll probably need some pot after after he gets through with that. Oh, I knew Jerry was going there. I'm sorry. I are you, that, I'm sorry I opened that door. Are you going to have some help, Calvin? Uh, I probably will. We've got a little while to get organized. Okay. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a good team for this first program, and then I suspect they'll be interested in the oh, second yeah. one. Oh, good. Well, and you're going to learn a lot the first one of what not to do on the second yeah. one. <laughs> oh, on this? On this? Yeah, your first, your, when you do your first one, you're going to realize where you could have gone done better. Oh, yeah. So then this one will be the best yeah. one of the two. Yeah. And then go. Jerry's next year. We have to start all over uh, again. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to put, let's see, how many people should we put in that gi- one? I ain't, uh, giving five. My, <laughs> I, I ain't giving my telephone number. You can bet that on that. Oh, we could just, we, don't you have it, Calvin? You could just give it out like yeah. you did on that one. <laughs> well, Jerry and I, between us, have done, we uh, used to we used to do uh, 100 programs like this a year. Yeah, no, I yeah. did a lot. And that slideshow, that was all, all I heard about was a slideshow that was supposed to take We've allotted 15 minutes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm going to need hours for this slide. Just, just showing the pictures of little David in there yeah, was the 15 there minutes. There you go. <laughs> every, every one of those. Did you ever notice that? Uh-uh, I didn't every notice picture that. of little David. Uh-huh. Was Jerry slideshows? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I used him as my uh, measuring. Oh, oh, geez. He and uh, Francine. Poor, poor David. <laughs> Francine was exactly five feet tall. So I would stand there by plants like uh, uh, trumpet creepers and stuff like that. This crepe myrtle can get to be as tall as four Francines. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> if Francine was standing on her shoulders, uh-huh. <laughs> it'd be exactly 10 feet That's tall. That's right. All right. 210-308-8867. And I want that crepe myrtle to come back. You said it's not going to come back or it's probably going to come back, but it's not welcome. Yeah, it's not welcome. Oh, it's been here so long. Yeah, well, we can we can put something there that we're going to sell. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Poor crepey. What? <laughs> just, just wait till this building goes. What are you going to do when that happens? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> well, just uh, what about us, Cherry and I? Too. Yeah, yeah. There we go. 
This was the original. He's, gonna, he's just going to put, put us on the ground. Just sit there. I don't know where we're going to do the show. So, someday we're going to rebuild. Yeah, that's what you were on saying. On the other side of the property and oh, okay. different entrance. and <laughs> Someday. Okay. Everybody will park where the crepe myrtles are now. Okay. Yeah, that'll <laughs> be interesting. Crepe myrtles will be back here. Yeah. They'll... Someday. Okay. Someday. <laughs> when I... Okay. Um, yes, sir. What do you got? What do you got there? What? What? What's still the greenest thing on the trees these days, uh, Milton? Can you I, see it? I can't see it. Can you see it from here? No. The most beautiful green foliage on the. We're talking about like this the, is not a good sign. The Mount Dorm Laurel, tree. Yeah. the Loquat. Which yeah, one are you talking about? He's going to the mistletoe. I know he's going there. I don't want to go there. <laughs> well, now, the people uh, have asked me how Jerry's doing. I guess I'll have to report that uh, he's identified the mistletoe uh, as the most attractive. Yeah, most plant on the nursery. It's only, Jerry, only green as much thing. as you hang it up over your head, nobody's going to kiss you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only green thing on the tree. And it didn't freeze. Oh, this y'all didn't cover that, did you? No. There you go. It didn't freeze. And the worst freeze. It the drought hadn't killed it. Did we ever determine whether mistletoe was a parasite or not? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Ball moss is not. Ball moss yeah. is not. Okay. But miss mistletoe is pretty okay. light. It just it just that ball moss just suffocates the tree. Ah, this may be his opinion, maybe his own, and not reflect those of. Anybody else? Uh, sp- <laughs> speaking of the of the uh, ball moss, I I'm about got my uh, the article's article almost ready. Okay, and uh, tell me you didn't say coside one hundred and one. I don't no, know. No, I, right. put, I, I put it. Coop, what we got Cupro. There Coop you go. Because you can't find that other one. Yeah, and uh, but somebody out there keeps talking about it. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I've yet to get in touch with uh, Spider-Man and find out what they use commercially. Yeah, I know he does it because he's talked about it before. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that because uh, people always ask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think you should have a commercial just about ball moss because right now be the time. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Perfect time to do uh, it. And not during our show. Okay. Other, other points of the day. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, that's all I've got to do to finish. But anyway, uh, I went out and took my own ball moss pictures in my neighborhood. I thought I was going to have trouble finding ball moss. No. No? The the crepe myrtles are full of ball moss. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why? Huh? I thought it did not grow on smooth bark trees. That's what I got pictures of it growing oh, okay. on smooth bark. And did bark you send trees. those to Neil? Uh, in the I'm crepe myrtle's ready. defense, <laughs> yes. it's strippy. So there's always little strippy pieces of wood. So oh. it's, it's, yeah. he, he, it is a smooth bark tree, but there are places okay. that it can hang on to. Yeah. So I, Neil could use that as a defense. They're right in the... They're, they're right I, in, I defended Neil? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're right in tough, right in the, the top, you know, where the uh, smaller branches are. And it's full. They're full. And so I need to find somebody... That has a sprayer that can spray the uh, the twenty foot trees and things like that. I don't think most homeowners can do that. No, but apparently Spider Man Warren can. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a wonderful idea. But uh, we'll get with them. Any anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna put that. We wanna put that in there. And uh, I want I want to know if uh, 
those that spray those trees use, use uh, an organic spray like well, he's bound to be soda. listening. Does he have time to call? Bacon soda. I don't know. Warren, if you if you if you if you get a sec give us a call. 210-308-8867. I think he knows the number by now. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> but I've been trying to get in touch with him. Yeah. Or if you if any of you know of somebody else that does that too as well, I'd like to list all the all the people that uh that do have a boom sprayer and can uh get to the top of those big trees and if they use uh, baking soda or if they don't I'm wondering if uh, if a grower if a homeowner wants to use baking soda uh, they can come in here and buy it I don't sell baking and soda. then furnish it to the guy that's got that sprayer well, we, can, we can furnish the cupro but we can't we don't do the baking soda you sell it? No, no, I don't. You don't? No. Oh, that's right. That's right. But a lot of places sell it. H-E-B sells it. H-E-B sells it. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, I don't, I don't, I'm working on that before I publish the article. But anyway, I went out and took some pictures of my, that I, and I sent them, sent them to my son. And uh, he's real good uh, on the internet, and and uh, doing pictures, you know, uh, editing e- editing pictures. And so, I let him pick the five best pictures that he could enhance, and he did, and sent them back to me. And sure enough, they're enhanced. And uh, and I think I think my the, my. Blue Bonnet Man did the same thing. Oh. So, so, I've, I've so got these pictures, do they show the little bloom thing on there? Uh, the close-up probably does. But the... The, uh, the, the one, far away, you can't one, see it. The ones I was after, uh, the, all the close-ups are pretty good showing ball moth. But w- what I wanted was a distant picture of the, of the ball moths just... Uh, covering the top of the canopy and uh we neil had a had a picture had a question about somebody that had a crepe myrtle that was covered with ball moss and uh it, it didn't bloom and didn't leaf out and things like that because the ball moss was uh interrupting its sunlight so uh and and neil said well, we don't have ball moss up here. Maybe some further south they had some. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I just been with all the leaves off the trees now. You notice it big time. That ball yeah. moss in there, and uh, you notice that the tree is full of that ball moss. So uh, it it doesn't doesn't suck from the tree, but it just blocks photosynthesis and we can't have that Milton. now was ball moss one of those things that was an indicator of uh, air quality no oh is it the lichens Lichen. okay yeah some people don't like it <laughs> but <I'm, boom. laughs> 
But anyway. He's got a million of them, Tracy. <laughs> a million of them. <laughs> anyway. Uh, where did you do, where did you get the information that the uh that the ball moss was interfering with uh um product- photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. That's a big word for us. I got it for right here. Uh, the, pic- the picture I got there's no way that the leaves can be exposed to sun with that ball moss that thick. Yeah, so that, eventually, it's going to weaken the tree. It's definitely going to keep it from blooming. I don't. That's pretty strong. Uh, yeah. Conclusions. With, it is. Uh, without uh, much, uh, without a very large sample. My whole neighborhood's a sample. Uh, the guy, the person that wrote into Neil, said his trees not blooming either, or or growing. Period. See, the, pro- the problem with uh, crepe myrtles is they've got a, a, a known height, you know. Mac- maximum height. Yeah, we encourage people to have it. And once they reach that maximum height, <coughs> uh, they kind of they stop growing and send out branches and blooms and things like that. And that's where the ball moss is thickest. So thick up there that uh, no wicked sun can get through. And so, why? How do you know that it's not just this automatic uh, top size that is the fa- factor, rather than the ball ball moss? Uh, you, you know, I think you know. You mean even even if blood. there was no ball moss, yeah, and this uh, tree or the crepe myrtle, yeah, reach full size, yeah, yeah. What? They bloom every year when they reach that full size. Uh, it's not that they stop blooming when they reach that but, full uh, size. But you're, but you're, aren't you no. translating? Oh, I think you're wrong. No, I'm not. Uh, it makes me suspicious that <laughs> there's just not good data there. Uh-huh. And there's, di- there's a, l- a lot of researchers that disagree with you. Yeah. Really? How many? Who? <laughs> On Crape Myrtle. How many agree with you? <laughs> I think it's time to go check on customers. Uh, I don't blame you. Get a run, Trace. Why you still have a chance? This is going to get ugly. What was the one that I asked you about that we could uh, could we talk about or we could interview? It was uh, oh doggone it! It was something you had in that uh, you were asking about because the pollinators liked it. Oh man! Hold on. <laughs> Did you write it down? That's well, good. no, I. I Email Trace, or I text a Trace. Let's see. Okay, y'all talk for a minute. What's a new plant that you have? And I read the uh, I don't remember. thing online. Uh, oh, uh, Bubba, Sweet oh, Bubba. Oh, Sweet Bubba Desert Widow. Yeah, do we yeah. still have some of those? Uh, there were five. I know we sold at least one. Okay, okay. That's that's interesting that it's got, got a fragrance. I never thought of Bubba having much fragrance. But I imagine they, they crossed it with something. But, yeah, it's a hybrid. Yeah. So does that mean that means it was crossed, right? I think. Well. Oh. I think the bubba uh, was thought to be crossed. Oh, okay. Uh, well, of course, I think it was a found seedling by Paul. Cool. Okay. Anyway, you can run if you want to. All right, I'm going to run. Oh, okay. 
210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to have to get, like, you know, just do a a panel discussion on bomb loss now. No. <laughs> well, we'll have, we'll have to check the... Uh, I suspect there's some uh, quite a bit of research that's available. No. <laughs> on on Craig Myrtle? No, on uh, ball moss. No, no. We're not talking about ball moss on oaks. Because oaks are large enough to grow around the ball moss. But we're talking about a density of the ball moss on Craig Myrtle. All right. We're going to have to agree to disagree right now. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yeah, got uh, about a minute left. Okay, Kevin says in his, this week in the garden, leaves decompose more quickly in the compost pile if they are mowed to small pieces and mo- moistened. The addition of nitrogen fertilizer will also speed up the decomposition. And... uh that's true, that, and uh, I'm going <laughs> to... The problem with mowing them with a lawnmower is they don't blow away. <laughs> they won't move. They won't move, huh? Those little pieces won't move. Won't go into the neighbors. But they go into the soil. And the neighbors are complaining like, well, they're not getting my leaves. On that note, we're going to begin to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank you for listening. Lots of great calls. We sure appreciate that. And uh, don't forget to go to MillburgerNursery.com to find out about David's event and Calvin's event uh, here. Uh, hurry up and sign up for Calvin's event if you want to be a part of it on the 25th. Uh, I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to Al. Thanks to you for listening. See you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.